You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Rizzuto. All right, guys, please welcome in Jake Mandel. He's the host of another Dolphins podcast. You can check his workout at the Finsider as well. That's with a PH for those who aren't in the know. Okay, thanks for coming on the show, Jake. Hey, thanks so much for having me. And it's a major, major day. Jets fans, Dolphin fans getting along. Who would have guessed? Hey, man, no one ever said about, no one said, no one said anything about us getting along. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So appreciate you coming on, man. Um, the first thing that I wanted to hit on is uh, Devin A-Chain and his mm-hmm. usage so far. Now, he does have a shoulder injury. He got banged up in the second half of this game. Uh, you know, and second half is a key term for me when discussing A-Chain here. Uh, in the preseason, especially when you're expecting him to be very involved in the first team offense. But he has a shoulder injury now. He's week to week. And hopefully he'll be back for week one of the regular season. But he's going to be missing key reps here, right, over the next couple of weeks. And I kind of feel like he needs them. Why? Because he's playing behind Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Miles Gaskin, and even Sal- Salvin Ahmed. <laughs> okay, he didn't get any snaps with the first team in either of the first two preseason games. He played into the second half in both games, and now he won't have a chance to springboard you know, Gaskin or Ahmed, even though he probably should at some point this season. So my question to you is, can we assume that Wilson and Mostert are the 1A and 1B, and which one of those guys are you putting in as the 1A on this offense? I think it's safe to assume, at least early in the season, that it's going to be Jeff Wilson and Raheem Mostert. You bring both of these guys who are free agents um, after the end of last season, you bring them both back, you obviously have a plan. And it's so surprising because, you know, we've been doing drafts since best ball started, I think, in like May. And it's always been a little shocking to see Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson go so close just because I hear about how Raheem Mostert talks about Mike McDaniel. This is someone who said that wherever Mike McDaniel goes, I'm going to follow him. Um, This is someone who has an absolute uh, perfect identity for this Mike McDaniel offense. So for some reason, I just think Raheem Mostert sticks out to me as that guy who's going to be comfortable in the offense. He had a big role in week two of the preseason. I wouldn't put too much stock in that. Jeff Wilson didn't play. Uh, but just as you see the feel of this team, I think Jeff Wilson can catch a few balls out of the backfield. But I think Raheem Mostert is just slightly better in space. And Mike McDaniel, this offense loves to eat, attack that space. That's why I put him slightly ahead. And of course, you know, a couple injuries changes everything. Yeah, of course. And that that's really what the main issue has been for Raheem Mostert, right? If Mostert, sure. if I knew that Mostert was going to stay healthy, man, you know, he fits that outside zone run scheme better than, you know, a lot of running backs in mm-hmm. the NFL. So, because he just shoots right out of that hole. And we saw Devin A-Chain, Devon A-Chain do something very similar, right? So, do you see A-Chain, you know, and by the way, like, you know, he didn't play with the first team. However, when he did get his opportunity and he sees a hole, he is going after it. And he moves unlike any other running back, man, like he just moves in a different way. Um, you know, so do you see a chain becoming a big factor in the run game, you know, potentially moving ahead of one of these two guys at some point this season? I think we have a little bit of a unique scenario here because you look at week one of the preseason, he had four receptions on four targets, uh, Against the Houston Texans, though, it was four carries. I don't think he even saw a target come his way. I think the Dolphins are really trying to understand what he is capable of, where that ceiling is as such a young player. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised whether it's Jeff Wilson or Raheem Mostert starting. There's designated 15 plays a game, 10, 15 plays a game, where it's just a Devon A-chain package. Just that speed, just the different things you can do where uh, 
while even you might see Salvan Ahmed maybe be that 1B while there's there's injuries, I still maybe think that Devon Ache might be on the left in the category of his own, just someone who, no matter what's happening, we have this set package for him. We have so much talent on this offense. So let's just use him to the best of his ability and not try to overextend it, especially early in his career. Right, right. Okay, yeah. No, I see what you're saying. I, I, I would. I was hoping to see a little bit more from him in the first, you know, with the first team offense, just because I feel Absolutely. like he is so dynamic. You know, and they did draft him pretty early. So, mm-hmm. so to not use, you know, a second round running back, right? It was second round where he was drafted. Third, not third second, round. Third, third round. Okay, so third round running back. You know, you would hope that they would be using him a little bit earlier on, uh, but you know, they do have these other guys who, you know especially Raheem Mostert, haven't stayed so healthy. So I can see if Mostert gets banged up, you know, maybe he, you know, this guy ends up coming in, Devon A. Chain, and, you know, taking some of that opportunity away and potentially running away with a, a job, whether it's the 1A or the 1B in this offense, right? Now, I want to move to this wide receiver core just a little bit. And before we get to the main guys, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, I want to talk about Chosen Anderson, you know, formerly known as uh, Robbie Anderson with an IE, formerly known as Robbie Anderson with a Y moved up the depth chart, and after watching this game, it seems like he did, Like because he started ahead of Cedric Wilson. He started ahead of Ro- a River Cray-Cray after both of them started last week. And But it seems like they're like he's going to be their outside guy in case Tyreek or Waddle like, aren't playing on the, on the outside. So if they're, you know, 11 personnel and, you know, Waddle moves inside, we can see Robbie Anderson, you know, play on that outside, maybe as a Z or something like that. But does it seem like Braxton Berrios, though, is set to be the guy on the field in three wide receiver sets out of the slot for the most part? It really does seem that way that uh, Braxton Berrios is just fitting so well with this team where he should be that uh, perfect glove fit as a uh, slot receiver. Wes Welker is the receiver's coach there, so you just kind of see that identity forming. Chosen, I think he actually goes by Robbie Chosen now, so he can have Chosen on the back of his jersey. Um, Robbie Chosen, okay. It's... It's, it's in, I wish I could change my name that often and just have those opportunities, <laughs> just keep everyone on their toes. But it's so interesting to see his situation playing out because you see a former 1,000-yard receiver. If you look at some of the deeper analytics, he is such a great deep ball wide receiver. He can track it so well down there and really beat some safeties. The issue is uh, when the Dolphins signed him, it wasn't something like he was part of the plan. I think it was actually um, Chosen's agent who reached out to the Dolphins. They had some conversations. And I think Mike McDaniel even said after the fact something along the lines of, um, you know, we had to talk about what the role is going to be here, what the um, expectations are going to be, those type of things. So I don't think he was really offered a lot. And when you think about that, combined with the fact he has just one target in the preseason I don't know if we can have a scenario where he makes this team if he doesn't have a single reception in the preseason. So while he's floating around, I, I see the name. I think he has a great opportunity. That kind of has me stepping back a little bit, wondering, is this the vision? Is this really the way the Dolphins are going to go if he hasn't you know, uh, fit into the offense just yet? Interesting, interesting. All right, let's talk about these other wide receivers and Tua for a sec. Is there anything you're seeing out of camp or preseason that is different coming into this year you know when it comes to Tua and who he might be targeting more you know what you know whether Waddle is more involved he only had a 20 percent target share last year you know with Tyreek gobbling up a far majority of targets closer to a 30 percent target share Waddle still absolutely destroyed last year right he he did everything he could with the opportunities that he got but Waddle's a 25 percent target share type of wide receiver though right like he's a legit number one regardless so can we see targets being a little bit more evenly distributed this season between those two? 
I think you should because you think about what this Dolphins offense was last year and you had two guys, Mike Gesicki, Trent Sherfield, go to divisional rivals. They each had about 50 targets. Um, you might just see more targets. It, it sounds crazy to say go to Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. Um, what's really interesting is Jalen Waddle is in such an awesome situation being with his former Alabama quarterback because if you go back to his rookie year when he set the new um, rookie record for completions – with Tua, with Ryan Fitzpatrick, was a completely different thing. It just seems like Tua knows how to get him the ball so much better. Um, so Jalen Waddle, the ceiling is as high as Tua will let it go because if you even look at last year, Skylar Thompson didn't get him the ball nearly as much. The same was true with Teddy Bridgewater. That's nothing against Jalen Waddle whatsoever. But when you have two guys with the same skill set like Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle, you need that different X factor, maybe knowing someone since college, to be able to really maximize that efficiency knowing you have a – you know, first ballot Hall of Famer on the other side. I love it, man. I love it, man. Really, really appreciate the insight, man. Uh, guys, this is Jake Mendel, host of another Dolphins podcast. If you're a Dolphins fan, make sure to tune in. Okay. Check out his work at the Finsider as well. That's with the PH Finsider. Is it the Finsider.com? Yes, sir. Okay, perfect. So, so you can find Jake's worth it. Jake, appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for, jo- for joining the podcast. Appreciate the invite. Have a nice week. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 